0: Welcome to Here's the Thing, where we talk fitness, lifestyle, human nature, and everything in between. Good morning. What's up, guys? Welcome to January 5th, 2022. It's good to see you again. I haven't seen any of you since last year. Isn't that weird that you can say that and it sounds like it's been so long? Here's what's up. I hope that here five days in you haven't quit on your goals if you did make them uh i distinctly remember saying we're not gonna set too many except for less is more and uh that quickly got out of hand i've i've got all these little goals but i don't think like i'm gonna write them down so to speak so like for instance um I know this is going to be shocking, but it dawned on me the other day. I've gotten really good at things I focused on getting good at, like um, business and money and fitness. And I would, uh, I, would, I would say I have some personal real growth opportunities in my relationship. And I was like, ah, ha, ha. how do you get better in a relationship? Try. Well, how do you do it? Act better? Sure. That's what I kept doing. Acting better. I'll be better. I'll be better. I'll act better. I wasn't trying to actively learn. So I'm going to try to find some relationship podcasts. Some relationship books, maybe, to read and understand my significant other. Um, And if it sounds corny, like, ugh, you have to do that? Your relationship's that bad or something? No, I just plan on being with my girl for another, at least as long as she lives. I'm going to live to 125 or 150 uh, so we'll have another hundred years together and I'd like to be constantly on the same page as her. So, um, I don't even think it would be like a thing where you're just doing it for a little bit. You should always be learning about the things you care about. Um, so I don't think you should have to listen to podcasts all the time in your whole life. It's like self, it's like a uh, self-help, you know, I've reached this point where um, in the first year or two of finance and being in business, you know, I was just told learn, learn, grasp everything. So I started getting into personal development, which uh, self help, self improvement, personal development gets this bad rap because there's a lot of cliches that uh, once you start wrapping your head around it, it's almost like going from common sense to common knowledge. Once you have common sense, you're like, oh, okay, and then once you have common knowledge of something, you're like, oh. Well yeah, all these clichés make a lot of sense when they make a lot of sense, but they don't make sense to many people. People just go, "Oh yeah, oh my god, that's crazy." But you start getting to a level where you understand a certain amount and retain a certain amount of information that changes you, and it's like right now where I'm at where it's like I don't I don't read self-help or personal development books. Really? Um, because everything's repeated and I've ingrained it into myself. You know, here and there I need reminders, but that's where I get reminders from different areas like stoicism and stuff. Um, and so I, I think on a small basis, you could get really good at being in a relationship and not need to do this all the time. But you always need to learn. Learning is being alive, learning is growing, and you're you're doing two things in life. You're either growing or you're dying. And so you gotta you gotta learn in some way i mean i've already been listening to audibles this year uh for those of you that don't know audible is the everyone's gotta know what that is right it's the audio version of books so you can listen to books instead of read them and uh, i know i've mentioned this before i think but everyone gets down on themselves for not being able to read uh you're not illiterate you just can't slow down enough to comprehend it or whatever or you won't allow yourself to, which was me. I mean, I couldn't read before either because I couldn't slow myself down. But once I started slowing myself down, I found out that I could read. But you can listen to books. You can listen to books. You can do all that. So um, welcome to the episode. I hope y'all are five days in and not uh, four days in with one day of complete failure and quitting your goals already. But this is what we're going to start with. Is If you did fall off. Five days in, clarifying your intentions. And I wanted to read the last paragraph of the Daily Stoic. You know me. This is my third or fourth year. Um, shout out to Squirt, my old roommate. Squirt. <laughs> he still loves that name. 30-year-old dude with a nickname. He really hates it. Um, thanks for the book. Because I'm still doing it. Uh, in 2021. So the Daily Stoic is a book of daily passages on Stoicism. Which to me, to describe stoicism, it's looking at life for what it is with no label attached. And understanding that you get to attach that label of life to anything in every given situation. You got a flat tire on the side of the road, for example. And you go, God, today of all days, really? Really, today when I have to go to work. As if it couldn't have happened yesterday when you're going to work or the next day. When you were going to work, or last week when you were going to work, or in a month when you're going to work. And that's the label you attach to it. Um, where the flip side of that, another label you could attach to it is oh I got a flat tire. Jeez, well, man, I guess if I made it up the road a few more minutes, maybe I would have gotten hit in a car accident and something bad happened to my car or me. So you get to attach a label based on stoicism. For the last paragraph, I really liked because New Year's resolutions. Revolve totally around this. And here we are. January 5th. Having an end in mind is no guarantee that you'll reach it. No Stoic would tolerate that assumption. But not having an end in mind is a guarantee that you won't. To the Stoics, I think this word is oasis. Kind of looks like it sounds like oasis. But oasis usually sounds better than what this means, which is false conceptions. To the Stoics, false conceptions are responsible not just for disturbances in the soul, but for chaotic and dysfunctional lives and operations. When your effects are not directed at a cause or purpose, how will you know what to do day in and day out? So if you set fitness goals, if you set financial goals, if you set goals to get that promotion, if you set goals to be a better father, if you set goals to be a better husband, if you set goals for whatever, you have to have an end. Otherwise you won't know what to do day in and day out. How will you know what to say And what not to, what to say no to, and what to say yes to. How will you know when you've had enough? When you've reached your goals? When you've gotten off track? If you've never defined what those things are, and a lot of us set those New Year's resolutions with the assumption that life isn't going to get in the way. You know that's why I think that's why New Year's resolutions are so big. It's like okay, we got every every fucking holiday out of the way. And now I don't have any weddings because no one's going to get married in January, February. I'm I'm staring out at like, you know, eight inches of snow. It's negative 10 here today. Negative 10 with the wind chill or something like that. You want to get fucking married right now? You want to have parties right now? No. So people go, oh, well, I'll lose 30 pounds because John won't ask me to come have a drink because if he does ask me to come have a drink, that's going to throw me off track. So I think we get to this point where uh, we just assume w- that no obstacle is gonna come in the way. And that's incredible, like because that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. So at the end of this, it says, how will you know when you've gotten uh, when you've had enough, when you've reached your goal, when you've gotten off track, if you've never defined what those things are? The answer is that you can't. And so you are driven into failure, or worse, into madness, by the oblivion of directionlessness. One of the biggest things I learned in finance is controlling your time. Because if you don't control your time, Grant Cardone says this, if you don't control your own time, someone's going to control it for you. And he says that, I think, in more of an entrepreneur sense. But if you don't control your time, your, your time is just going to end up flowing and not in the direction you want, not in the way that you want. You know, I, I see so many people just floating through life. It's like, it's the idea of being a gypsy or a nomad. I mean, it's a direct correlation. You know, gypsies and nomads are very, very chill and cool and everything in america or they go float around and then they come back here in their later years or whatever or you know them and they're still gypsies later on in life and it's always the same they're still they're still in a position where they're not in a good position they're just floating through life um and if you don't have real goals aspirations or want a family that's okay and that's totally cool but i feel like too many of us Are floating through our new year's resolutions i mean you set these goals and then you one of your goals was to get up at 6 a.m to go to the gym three times a week and the second weekend on a monday morning at six you go oh geez yeah i really don't want to go wow i never like you know you don't say this or think this but you're like i never expected this i can't i can't believe this is happening you know like I really am supposed to go do this, but I don't want to, and and then I have to go do this month Wednesday again, and and I have to eat healthy all day, and 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 then you don't follow through with this stuff because you never planned for obstacles, you never planned for madness, you never planned for that failure that was potential, and a lot of you just aren't never going to get anywhere because of that, and that's the issue. I'm I'm changing some things, changing some things. I've I've been drinking coffee. I'm um, trying to spend less money and just getting out of the energy drink scene for a hot minute, and then I'll get back in. You know, I always do. Um, oh, another stoic thing I wanted to talk about with New Year's resolutions control your perceptions, direct your actions properly, and willingly accept what is outside your control. Those are the three things that a human being has to do. I like, I like looking into all this stuff i like researching i like journaling i like thinking i like reading because i feel like it puts me in this position in this position that i'm in um right before new year's i wasn't my mind wasn't just going with all these different like oh my gosh who can i be who can i be you know i feel like years ago when i would set new year's resolutions or as new year's came up i'd be like holy hell Brent mayberry is gonna be a totally different animal next year, a totally different animal. I'm going to change everything, everything about myself. And, you know, sometimes I had success with my goals, but it's like, you know, it's a year. It's one year. You can't change immensely in one year, but the habits that you set can. And so over those years, it's not even the goals that I hit. It was those little habits I created where now I'm excited about the future, but I th- I think that I don't get necessarily excited about the New Year's resolution idea because my habits are in place. You know, uh, I- I'm not exactly where I want to be, but my habits maintain a level of sanity, mental sanity for me That that makes that doesn't make me feel like, oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I need to lose weight. Or, oh, man, I don't make any money. I don't make any money. I have no money, whatever it is. And I think that comes to constantly allowing yourself to grow. And so less was the idea and is the idea of the new year. Less stimulation in a lot of ways, but not in growth, not in learning. None of that makes any sense. And one of the biggest things I'm going to continue focusing on myself is mentally and physically preparing myself for the day. Every day. Um, I, I mean, I already do this. I probably, if I had to be brutally honest with myself, I maybe didn't spend at least two to three minutes, bare minimum, getting ready for my day in 2021, maybe, maybe 10 to 20 days. If I'm brutally honest with myself, because I know that the human being is a machine that needs to be greased up and limbered up before it's turned on to max speed. You know, it's almost like uh, right now, I'm not going to go start my car and start driving it. It's negative 10 degrees with wind chill. I'm going to warm that bitch up. She's probably going to turn on and start doing some stretches. But I don't know. You look at like... The 30, I'm 30, Jesus. Wow, what a weird example. You look at people in their 30s and their 40s. And I remember when I was younger, I guess, I would always hear these older people talking about all these issues and stuff. And when I first got into fitness, I was like, you know, oh, yeah, you wake up and, like, everything's tight and, and awful all the time. And they would sound so fucking Almost confused as to why life was that way, but almost so sound in the idea that that's what happens when you get old. You can't move very well. And that was just like, when I was younger, that was the defining statistic. It was like, especially when I was when I was 10 or 15, you know, 30 was still kind of old. And people I was, I was around and near, they would be saying these things. And I'm like, You don't take care of yourself, though. Like, yeah, you're fucking tight all the time. Have you ever stretched a day in your entire life? You just think your body's supposed to work for 80 years, and then it, and then, boop, and then you die? Why, why do some people, when they're in their 90s, good genetics, walk just fine? Why do some people in their 70s walk just fine? Why are you having those issues? You know, it's it's funny. We, uh, our roommate and and us are kind of coming head to head here since we got to move out here shortly. And I keep coming back to this one thing because communication seems to be an issue with everybody. And I keep coming back to this one thing that I think everybody forgets, and it's human beings are incredibly alike, and you can look at that in every way, you know. Oh, you could never afford that house. Well, a human being is going to afford it. If a human being can afford it, you can find a way to afford it. Emotion. You know, uh, think of a breakup. Oh, I wonder if they're thinking about me. Chances are, if they cared about you, which they must have if they were dating you, they're going through the same emotions you are. When you're mad at somebody, you're having an argument. Usually, they're just as mad as you are. Human beings are very, very alike. But for some reason, <coughs> I mean, the biggest quality is we want to uh, feel special, right? So I guess I guess the psychology behind that is like you just try to throw every... You try to put everything selfishly in its ego. It's probably ego that does that, I guess. I guess that would make more sense. That would make the most sense. You know, you want to be heard. You want to be felt. Um, well so does the other person else. that's the thing you need to understand you want to feel special well so does the other person you want to feel heard so does the other person you're a type of person who, who wants to understand things well so does everybody else You know. Um, the other day I thought it was funny I have this list on my phone that I don't update much anymore I think I kept it <laughs> and it's like things oh things literally Everyone says, and I can't even remember the one I was just going to say, but I do have this list up, so it's just so funny that people say stupid shit like this. Uh, I have a really high pain tolerance, okay? That's usually what people say who are always in pain, which is interesting. However, if you have a really high pain tolerance and you're always in pain, it's a really bad life. Uh, I've been so busy lately. Right, right. You have. Okay. Uh, As compared to who? We're in America. So the person you're talking to probably has the exact same shit going on. Because humans are very similar. They probably watch TV like you. They probably raise children like you. They probably have their inherent worries, stresses, and problems like you. Uh, I'm a really straightforward person. I don't like to beat around the bush. That's what a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people say. And everyone that says that beats around the fucking bush, by the way. um, and One that's becoming way more popular and common, I have ADD slash OCD. And I heard this statistic about ADD one time. Like ADD rose, you know, in the early 2000s, like an astounding amount. And like one psychologist was like, well... Yeah, people are being diagnosed with ADD who don't have ADD. You don't have ADD, an actual disorder. You have an attention problem because of the technology and the information speeds at which we get information. Your brain, whether you believe in creation and God or evolution, Your brain can only and has been developed or created only to handle so much. I don't think when God made you, he thought that phones would be able to switch apps in in 100 milliseconds. I don't think he thought that you would have a feed that was endless 24 hours a day. I don't think he made your brain for that. So, like, that's the same thing as the next one. I have depression. Everyone fucking has depression. Everyone gets depressed some people have true real issues with depression but it's like everybody says that because you want to feel special you want to feel heard um anyone who's <laughs> i wrote the, i wrote it like this i hate wasting insert word of something they waste constantly because friend for example our roommate hates wasting food but i throw away fifty dollars a month of her food which is a. Uh, also really bad here's another here's some more psychology for you this one was really funny and downed on me the other day so these are just little snippets of of where your psychology goes you know so um the other day i i got some jewelry for the for the future wifey and she was very, very much so more vocal about making sure the car was locked. And I was like, yeah, 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 every every fucking time we get out of the car, we can be literally in our driveway, and this girl was like, did you lock the car? You know, and we live in a townhome community, like someone's going to get into our car. Anyway, she's probably right, and I'm probably wrong. But she was like, did you lock the car? The rings are in there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I locked it, I locked it. And then I go, but babe, you're the only one who knows the rings are in there. And she's like, yeah, well, I just want it locked because the ring's in there. And I go, I get it. And I'm going to lock it regardless. But to you, it's more important to lock the car because more expensive stuff is in there. To the person you are thinking is trying to steal those rings, the person walking by who ultimately makes the decision to break into my vehicle while we're at Target or whatever, they don't know that you have rings that are expensive in the vehicle. So it's 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 interesting that we, you know, let's say we have something that's ten thousand dollars in our car, and somebody walks by our car as we're walking into a target. Just picture yourself doing that, but you're like kind of paying attention to your car because you got something that's ten thousand dollars in there. you're you're gonna be more suspicious, I would bet, of that person walking by your car with your $10,000 item in there than you would if you didn't have a $10,000 item in there. But the funniest part is, and the interesting part to me is, and I don't even know where to go with this, the person walking by, their demeanor, their mindset, their idea, their perception, their perspective never changed. If they were walking by your car and going to break in, they were going to break in. It wasn't because they felt or knew or thought you had something expensive in there, right? So it's just interesting that You would have something more expensive in a car and feel more stressed, like you need to lock it, even though everyone else wouldn't feel more inclined to break into your car, who would already want to break into your car, because they wouldn't know that you have anything in your car. Huh. Green light. Green light. That was from uh, Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Light. Do not read that book. Listen to it. On Audible. He narrates it. And if you don't like Matthew McConaughey's voice, you got other issues that you need to figure out (laughs) for yourself. So um, another thing, another thing, another thing to stay on your goals, to stay on your resolutions, to stay mentally sane, to get into your morning routine, to get into your gratitude, to appreciate life more because the other day... God bless her, this lady posted a, a, a picture of her crying on Facebook, of course, caught my attention with a long message. She had just received a phone call that her cancer had now been in stage four metastatic, uh, which means there is no turning around. Uh, my grandma had that. There is That is the death sentence. And <laughs> at the same time, I, I, my blood pressure's up as I'm reading this because our roommate and I and, and us are having a squabble. What a good word, squabble, over over a tiny amount of money. And I'm sitting here like <laughs> this lady just found out she's got less than two years to live, and here we are all furious because of miscommunication. How interesting that perspective. How interesting that perspective. And it changed my day. I uh reading that. And that just shows another thing of motivation. You know, you should let things like that hit home with you. You will, you will get that call one day. And and it won't whether fortunate or unfortunate that she she gets to know, you will be just like her. And we all will. And um things like that need to open our eyes. Reading something like that needs to open your eyes to the idea that you're not here. You're not living in real life. You and I both know you're going to wake up in 10 years and go, fuck, where'd the last 10 years go? It went to your phone, to your laptop, to the, I have three free seconds of free time. I need to consume it with something. I have 10 minutes until my next appointment. Maybe I'll just scroll on Facebook the whole time instead of just taking a minute taking a deep breath, maybe taking a moment of gratitude, maybe seeing a little kid talking to their mom and just appreciating the sanctity that life has while you're here. Because as my man, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk says, uh, it was like one in a trillion that you're here. You beat all the other sperm. You're the strong survivor. And here you are just fucking hanging out. Be present. I'm not saying you need to have big goals or goals at all. I'm not saying you need to go anywhere in life at all. You should want to, especially if you have a family or kids or a significant other or people who look up to you, which is virtually everybody who exists right now. Somebody's looking up to you, and they need you to win so they can go win, um, whether whether older or younger. But I think something that we need to keep in mind, too, is is the social media. And for, for me, something I wrote down to talk about briefly was... Um, I don't know how everyone runs their social media. I've been so out of the loop on how people normally are because I started – I want to say when I first started bodybuilding, that's when my life started to change, and I realized, oh, I don't I do not don't I don't do things like like the masses. I don't do things like most people, and social media is one of those. And, and it dawned on me the other day. I'm like, I don't remember how people run their social medias, but I do remember when I was younger, let's say in college and high school, And this is why I'm bringing it up because I think everyone is the same. You use social media to um, keep up with people. And you use social media to... And and, and right now you have all of your friends and you have all of your... um, You have all of uh, the people you know, have met, you care about, you don't really know, but you met them anyway on social media. And for me, social media has grown over the years as something... Um, how do I say this without sounding like a complete asshole? Social media isn't used anymore for highlighting real life. It's used for making opinions public and highlighting how we really wish those moments in life went. Some some very small portion of that is relative and relevant for everyone, but for most of the posts most that you're seeing for most of the people that you're seeing you don't care I don't care what's going on with you and oh you had a stressful day at work I don't care unless you're like my fucking best friend friend or or significant other like you don't care that much about all these people but If you were to average out your time over your life, let's say, on Facebook, and you spent 100,000 hours, let's say, because some of you probably fucking will. I mean, I remember thinking, I'm not on my phone much. I'm not on my phone much. And like a year and a half ago, I started doing a screen time, and I was on my phone eight hours a day, eight hours a day, a full-time job, scrolling social media. But my social media, coming full circle here, isn't with a bunch of people I don't care about or don't know. I mean, my Facebook is, but I don't scroll Facebook very much at all. My social medias are generally full of people I want to learn from. I follow cooking channels. uh, I follow mentors. I follow people that are interesting, who have what I want, who make the money that I want, who live the lifestyle I want. I follow people who are um, big into health when I want to make a bunch of money. I'm following a bunch of people in real estate now because I'm getting into real estate. Social media for me is is for growth. It's not really, which is another reason I stay off of it is because these apps are designed to keep you on them psychologists are hired to literally design these apps to make sure that you're constantly entertained which is why there's always a little buzz which is why there's always a little click which is why there's always a, like the news feed was the biggest invention because there's always something you're missing out on and if you think about the end of your life and you and you're lying in your deathbed and you know you spent let's just say a screen came up because maybe that happens in in 2100 a screen comes up and shows you your life and it says you logged 100 a hundred thousand hours on Facebook. And then it just basically shows you scrolling through people's status updates. I'm stressed. Oh, my, my boyfriend's mean. Oh, my boyfriend bought me a car, so now he's not mean. I actually love him again. Oh, me and this person ended it. Now we're back together. All the inherent dramas and all the bullshit. You spent 100,000 hours in your life. What benefit did that bring you? And that comes back to your New Year's resolutions and keeping an end in mind. Why are you doing what you're doing? What is the end in mind? What are the benefits of what you're doing in life right now and where you want to go with life this year with your New Year's resolutions? Perspective. Keep it in mind. Go kick some ass today. It's Tuesday or some shit. I can never know my days. Is it Tuesday? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. We got shit to do today. Let's go get to work. Catch you all next week. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. Guys, you can find us at our website where we have a store, a fitness application. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to check out our blog. Go hit the website up to see all of our programs and guides. We'll see you next week.